Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to this week's edition of Wednesdays in the Word. Wednesdays in the Word is a midweek devotion intended to encourage you and challenge you to live a life worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is week 21 of our journey through the whole Bible in one year using the foundational passages or using the F260 Bible reading plan by Robbie Gallaty from Replicate Ministries. Today, we continue to move through some of the historical books of the Old Testament, uh, transitioning from 1 Kings into 2 Kings. And today, I do want us to look at 2 Kings chapter 2. The first five chapters of 2 Kings are really focusing on the prophetic ministry that is happening uh, during this time in history. And what we see in chapter 2 is a transition from the prophet Elijah to the prophet Elisha. And let me read, starting in verse 9 in 2 Kings chapter 2. When they crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me what I can do for you before I am taken from you. So Elisha answered, Please let me inherit two shares of your spirit. Elijah replied, You have asked for something difficult. If you see me being taken from you, you will have it. If you don't see me, you won't. So as they continued walking and talking, a chariot of fire with horses of fire suddenly appeared and separated the two of them. Then Elijah went up into heaven in the whirlwind. As Elisha watched, he cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and the horsemen of Israel. When he could see him no longer, He took hold of his own clothes and tore them in two, picked up the mantle that had fallen off of Elijah, and went back and stood at the bank of the Jordan. He took the mantle Elijah had dropped, and he struck the water. Where is the Lord God of Elijah? he asked. He struck the water himself, and it parted to the right and to the left, and Elisha crossed over. Now, that's pretty significant because they had just done this same thing together and Elijah had taken the same mantle, hit the water, and it had parted and they both walked across on dry land. And so now Elijah is gone and Elisha is able to do that. And verse 15 gives us really good insight into this. He says, when the sons of the prophets from Jericho who are observing saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. They came to meet him and bowed down to the ground in front of him. So what we read here is two prophets walking together. They're going from town to town leading up to this moment. uh, And and they're just doing some good fellowship. And they come to this point before Elijah exits earth. And Elijah turns to this young prophet and says, Elisha, what can I do for you? What can I give you before I leave? Uh, it's a very interesting conversation to me. And Elijah's response is, I just want a double portion of your spirit. You know, I, I want to be able to do what you've done and so much more, I, I think is what he's asking. And, and Elijah says, well, that's a pretty hard task. And so if you see me go, you'll get it. And that's what happened. Elisha is able to witness Elijah being taken up to heaven in a whirlwind. Uh, By God, it's such an amazing thing. And I wish I could have been there to see it because I think it would have been just so miraculous and so powerful to see this. But what we also see is that the Lord is granting Elisha his request. 
that the Lord is going to bless the ministry and the prophecy of Elisha. And others, those who are watching, observe this, the prophets of Jericho, they recognize this and they affirm that this is what has happened. Uh, and as you continue to read this book and you read about the ministry of Elisha, you know, you see that he is a good, strong prophet. Uh, in fact, the events of his life and the miraculous events uh, that he performs actually parallel that to a degree of the miraculous works of Jesus. You know, Elisha has healings. There are people raising from the dead. He feeds thousands of people and so on. You know, Elisha's miracles are helping people understand that he is chosen by God as a prophet. Now, the gospel writers provide us with an eyewitness account of Jesus's life and Jesus's miracles. The miracles of Jesus are a sign uh, affirming that he is who he says he is. He is who the disciples believe him to be, and that is the Messiah, the Son of God. So what we read in those Gospels, uh, those miracles are just reinforcing the truth that Jesus is the Son of God sent to save sinners from their lostness. I think it's also interesting to me, as I read this passage and I reflect upon the New Testament passages, it is so interesting to how this is paralleling how Jesus is ascends to heaven. You know, the disciples are with Jesus. Jesus gives them the great commission that they are they are called to go be that they are called to go make disciples. That they are to go teach other people what Jesus has taught them. And Jesus promises that they will be filled with the Spirit. That He will send them a Helper, which will be the Holy Spirit. And then Jesus is taken up into heaven. And the disciples are standing there and watching. Uh, and it's a beautiful picture to me here in Second Kings. Because after Elijah is gone, Elisha picks up the mantle. He picks up you know, that, that stick, that, that mantle that Elijah had. And he continues the ministry. The disciples are going to have to pick up the mantle as Jesus is ascending into heaven. Now, the disciples are not Jesus. Okay, They won't do the work in the same way that Jesus did it. But they will be empowered by the Holy Spirit to continue the ministry of the kingdom of God. They will be picking up the mantle and spreading the good news of Jesus Christ to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And they will be empowered by the Spirit of God. Today, the church has the task of taking up the mantle of past generations who took up the mantle of past generations. The church today must faithfully spread the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We must continue the work that was begun long ago, relying on the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells in us to be able to accomplish the mission that we have set before us. And so that is our challenge as a church. How do we pick up the mantle? How do we continue to do ministry in our communities? How can we spread the gospel and proclaim Jesus to our neighbors, to our coworkers, to people in our, our towns, people in our state, people in our nation, and to people around the world? Have you, as a Christian and a follower of Jesus, taken up the mantle of spreading the gospel? 
I hope that you have a blessed rest of your week.